Okay, welcome to another episode of the Startup Sack podcast, where we do interviews with uh, Sacramento startup founders. Today, I'm with Jesse Day and Steve Quinn. Yeah. Um, the are co-founders of Text to Ticket, right? Correct. Yes. Um, we're at the King's Capitalize event. These guys just pitched. Uh, why don't you guys tell us what it is that Text to Ticket does? Yeah. So Text to Ticket, we're a distracted uh, driving enforcement platform. So what it is is that it allows our users, which are passengers or pedestrians, not drivers, to submit video image of people using a mobile device while driving. We then take that video image and we forward it on to the local municipality where we'll um, receive a certain portion of the revenue. Um, oh. um, okay, so how did the idea come about? Yeah, so... Steve, uh, Steve and I, and then uh, a couple of our, another one of our founders, and just some other friends. We were out in the city in San Francisco. We were going to a game. Uh, we were just chatting. We had a walk signal. We start walking across the street, and a car almost just got us. We look up, and the person's too busy looking at their phone, not looking down at the road or anything. Almost ran us right over. So it just started a heated conversation for the next couple of weeks of just you know how can we solve this? How can we do it? And my background is in public health. Um, Stephen Salfa has a background in government technology, and then another one of our co-founders has a background in law enforcement. So it kind of just from there percolated, and we came up with this this idea of text to ticket and using a mobile app to be able to police. Have anybody have any on your buddy on your team done a startup before or have any entrepreneurial experience? I mean, you had a problem, but a lot of people come across a problem like that and they don't really do anything about it. So, what was kind of that entrepreneurial spirit that led you to actually jump into this? Well, you know, we have some. I think a lot of um, a couple of the investors within the organization we had a lot of support from investors and members that uh, believe in our cause and have supported us with knowledge and expertise around entrepreneurship. Uh, we have one of the co-founders, he's a big investor in real estate, so um, taking risk and, and kind of exploring new options, that's not something that's foreign to us. Uh, technology is, is something that's in my background as well, not necessarily starting up an organization from scratch, but you know, I think we've uh, put together a pretty good team that's been able to kind of fill the gaps and, and uh, bring you know, skills within the organization. So, how does this work? You mentioned, and I think a lot of the first question in most people's mind is, is well, how how good is it when you have a driver like take, taking a picture with their cell phone of another person doing? But you, you specifically said it's it's for passengers and for pedestrians. How does the whole process work from when I spot a I'm a passenger in a car and I spot somebody texting while driving? How does all that work? Yeah. So, say you're a passenger or a pedestrian in a car. Um, Passenger, passenger in a car <laughs> or a pedestrian, sorry, word vomit. Um, so what happens is you'll just take out your phone. Um, you, if you see somebody using their mobile device while driving, you just record that person um, with their mobile device in their hand and getting in the same stream video um, their license plate as well. And then you just forward it on to us. All you have to do is hit submit. It's all done within the application. It can't be uploaded to the app. It can't be downloaded. It has to be done within our app. And then once it's sent to us, um, it, like I said before during our pitch, it tracks the date, time, location, 
uh, route traveled and it encrypts it all and digitally signs it and sends it off to us to ensure authenticity of that video. And then that goes to law then, enforcement? Yeah, so that, then we would take those videos that are approved videos, they have that license plate number, they have that person in the act of using a mobile device, and we will take those approved videos and forward them on to the local uh, municipality and they'll have the final say in issuing any citations. So you need to work directly with each municipality to kind of develop a partnership to, to make this work? Correct. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I think the next question that came to my mind when I heard, first heard about this was it kind of democratizes, you know, like the red light cameras at, uh, at intersections, it kind of democratizes and put, puts that ability uh, in, in the hands of citizens to be able to do like, almost like, does it, does it create this cottage industry of people going around <laughs> looking for texted drivers and, and submitting it to make money? It can. I mean, part of it is our, our objective as an organization is to reduce the incidence of texting and driving because we all realize and recognize that there is such a danger around doing that. And so if we reach a point where people just don't simply text and drive, the market kind of disappears on itself. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's kind of the, um, the ideal scenario. That day will never come. There's always going to be people that understand something's dangerous and they'll still continue to do that. But um, you know, our goal, similar to if you think about it on a small scale, uh, just kind of neighborhood watches. You know, what's the objective of neighborhood watch? You have a neighborhood spanning five, six blocks where you know people are, are fearful for crimes. It could be uh, home burglaries. It could be simply people are driving down their blocks too fast and they have children out in the, in the streets. So neighborhoods pull together and report incidents of, of activity. And so what we're doing is we're taking this. And rather than having it be on a neighborhood level, we're taking that to a city level. Take it you know, to the streets. Take it to the streets. And, and why should I, as a, as a citizen of Sacramento, not have the same expectation of safety as I'm crossing the street to go work versus walking out of my front door? So what, what kind of traction do you have right now as far as users and partnerships with, with municipalities? Yeah, so as far as users, um, we've, we've grown quite rapidly. Uh, each quarter, we, again, we've uh, increased about 1,000%. So right now, we're just at our 1,000 users. Um, and this has all just been with organic media. And not only that, but we have in the next uh, couple of weeks, we'll be featured on the show The Doctors, a daytime television show. And that reaches over a million people internationally as well. Um, so our user base will probably be expanding very rapidly. Yeah. <laughs> And so, and actually, also, you're just, you've just recently started the 500 startups, you're batch 20, I believe. We it? are batch 20. All right, how's that going? What's that, what's that been like for you? It's great. I mean, we, we're there day in, day out um, for 12 plus hours at a time. We're meeting great people that are, you know, bringing great thought and idea to all of the processes. Um, you know, figuring out, you know, our number one thing that we needed to get done is, you know, get that contract or working with those red light camera companies and, and all of it's coming really to fruition at this point like they're all kind of just right in our reach and we're almost there with multiple different aspects of it awesome so what's the uh, 500 starts accelerator class you're in right now how long does that go for uh it's like three and a half months so you'll when's your demo day april they i don't know that they've sent out a specific day but i believe it's Early April. Early April. Yeah. And so, what happens after early demo day? You'll be pitching to like big time investors. Yes. Um, I suppose you're developing an ask for for going out and raising funds. Um, what next? What comes after that? 
Uh, so after that, I mean, we just uh, we strapped down and we continue working. I mean, the 500 Startups is giving us all the ammunition we need to, you know, kind of get to where we need to be and, you know, obviously accelerating us as a company uh, and getting us the, those uh, connections with, you know, VC firms and angels to be able to get the funding to get to the next round. So you need and, to scale, basically. Yes, yeah, to be you, able to scale. Because you've got a working product right We do. Now. We have and a working product. It is on iOS and it is on Google Play. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> So, yeah, so it's just a matter of scaling up exactly. and getting it out there. Cool. Yeah. Cool. So, one question I like to ask is... Um, what kind of lessons learned you've you've learned along the way? Anything that's just any key obstacles that you've um, had to overcome in this journey? I mean, this is just a recent thing for you, right? So maybe it, it hasn't been long enough to actually have a big. Uh, we learned. Yeah, we've had some. Uh, we've learned, and, and like Steve said earlier, some of our advisors that have entrepreneurial backgrounds. Uh, we all came in not knowing really much about government as far as selling. Um, Steve probably brought the most knowledge with that. Uh, and just working with government, it, it takes a while. Yeah. It's a long process, and for a startup, that can that can be damaging at times <laughs> because you you want to get those contracts right. and you want to get implemented, but it's hard. It takes a while. So, any any tips or advice for other startups that you since you've learned? Know somebody within the area that you're entering because if they have that warm lead for you or if they have the ability to just connect you directly with somebody having an in is just all you need connections it's to just get introductions having somebody that knows somebody is just so much better with government and government more so than I think any other industry is very much relationship based you know, I, I can't imagine the number of businesses and organizations on a daily basis that want to do work with government and so I would imagine that they, they just don't have the capacity to be able to field and talk to every single company out there so to have a contact that can open up those doors and facilitate and kind of vet our organization as a legitimate company that can actually add value to public safety, that's going to prompt them to, to want to talk to us. And um, you know, we've had a lot of success with that. The, uh, we have a huge demand, I think, from a user base standpoint. I think the, the entire public recognizes that texting and driving is a, a dangerous activity. There's demand for a reduction in the amount of texting and driving that's out there. And I think government starts trying to get a feel for how this is going to work. It's a, it's a idea that's just been never explored before. And so I, I think the government's going through and determining how this is going to roll out. They're um, taking it very um, very methodically to make sure that uh, what we're doing is in the, the interest of the government as well as, as, well as um, the, the people. Yeah. So another question I'd like to ask is um, just general words of advice or tips for anybody uh, just starting out uh, in entrepreneurship or, or, or even thinking about it. What what uh, advice or general tips do you have? Don't divulge anything. That don't divulge your idea until you get some idea of a patent in place. Oh really? Because <laughs> you don't want somebody like kind of picking up on what you're doing and being like, oh, that is a really great idea. Well, you know, I know what steps are needed past this. And just jumping right into the market and, and taking what you're doing. 
and just just the belief in the idea too. I, I think um, there's a huge social aspect to it. You know, there's there's a lot of things that people can do to make money, and and the goal of having a startup is ultimately to have it be self-sustaining and make money. But you have to root that in some core fundamental belief. And for us, it's public safety. It's making the roads safer. And I, I think if you have that belief as your foundation, that will continue to motivate you to. To work those late nights, to, oh, to jump gosh. on conference calls at, <laughs> at midnight, 1 a.m., um, just, just to do that. You know, something that you have a true passion for. So, how can people find you? Uh, websites, Twitter, what's your, how, how do people find your app? What's, give us all the details on how people can find you and download you. Yeah, so we are on iOS and Google Play, um, as I mentioned before. And then also, our website is just, it's pretty simple. It's texttoticket.com. Uh, we do have a Twitter, again, text to, at text to ticket, uh, Facebook page at text to ticket, and then uh, you can follow myself on Twitter as well. Uh, my handle is Jesse Day. All I is Jesse is Patrick P or no Day P Jesse. Sorry, okay. my name was taken. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I, I just do public safety and public health posts quite frequently, and I follow quite great entrepreneurial people as well. And, yeah. Well, we wish you the best of luck with, with we're here at the King's Capitalize event where you just pitched. Uh, judges are delivering now, so best of luck getting selected for the final four. Anything else you'd like to share before we, before we sign off? Please download our app. Please download our app. All right. All right. <laughs> Submit some videos. All right. Do it in a safe manner. <laughs> All right. Thank you, guys. Thank Thanks, you. Jeff.